Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Can I ask you a question? Is there anything more fun than winning, right? Is there anything more fun than winning? Okay, so let's start with that as the premise. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Chris Sims is going to join us in 25 minutes. I'll ask him if there's anything more fun than winning. Because there's something that I noticed last night watching two football games, but specifically about Aaron Rodgers, which was different than last year. Different than last year. Now, there's a lot to get to. Brock Hewitt will be our guest. We'll ask him about it. Carlos Boozer is going to join us. We'll get you ready for the NBA Finals, which, oddly enough, coming off of the lowest-rated NBA Finals game ever. Now, we should put into context, it was 
at a basketball season on a Sunday night up against an NFL game, which we told you would get demolished by the NFL because people like watching NFL games, even poorly played empty stadium NFL games, more so than the NBA Finals. But we have reached this kind of weird, man, we got to have a discussion. Why aren't people buying into at all, at all, watching the NBA Finals? But is there anything more fun than winning? I, I would say no. Matter of fact, one of the things that I've tried to do a better job of in coaching youth basketball, and to any of you who coach at AAU games now and youth basketball games now, you go to these events and there's 10 courts going at once and the games are bam, 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 bam. And if you didn't play well, that's okay. You got another game in right away or in 15 minutes or in an hour or whatever. Winning and losing doesn't necessarily mean as much, which is okay by me because you do want to learn that it's not as much about result as process. Did we actually play well? Did you improve? Did you do the things your coach wanted? Were you a good teammate? But one of the things that several people close to me said is like, hey, look, when you win a game, you should grab the kids and go like, hey, we should feel good we won. We might not have played well, we might not have done everything we wanted, but we won the game. That, that is actually the, the goal of the task. Okay, so I'm watching Aaron Rodgers play last night. And you tell me if you saw what I saw. Keep in mind the Packers, Football Outsiders has them the number one ranked overall offense in the league. They're number one in points per game, number one in points per drive, time per drive, they're first, fourth in passing, fourth in rushing. Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback with zero turnover-worthy plays this season. Okay, so what that means is it's not just that he hasn't turned it over, but there were no throws or plays that he made that there should have been a turnover. Believe it or not, they have pro football focus goes through every play and says, you know those plays where a defender has the ball right in their hands and you turn to your buddy and you're like, that's why he plays defense, right? None of those. First in QBR, second in passer rating, fourth in yards per attempt, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. He's playing unbelievable football. And this is not meant in any way to take a shot at Russell Wilson. He's playing unbelievable football. Pat Mahomes is playing really good football. Maybe not uh, always perfect as people are starting to take away some of those deep shots. It happened with the Chargers. Frankly, last night, I thought their defense won the game for them as much as their offense. Right? Like the Chiefs haven't been clicking on all cylinders the entire year. They did so against Baltimore, who tried to challenge them, and that clearly is not the way to play against the Chiefs. And, and I will grant you that the Atlanta Falcons are not a particularly good team. And the Packers, you look at their wins, and you know several of their wins, you go back, you're like, well, the Vikings are one and three. You can go back and we can pick things apart. They're playing great football. He's playing awesome. And he didn't have Devontae Adams for the last two games. And he didn't have Alan Lazard last night. He's got a running game. His offensive line is protecting. But more than anything, here's the thing that I've noticed. Aaron Rodgers is having fun playing football. Now, I, I have a couple of hypotheses as to why. But you may ask, okay, well, he's winning. Of course, he's having fun. They won last year. Last year, they won 13 games, I believe, in the regular season. Is that right? Were they 13-3 and three in the regular season? They were 13-3 and three in the regular season. Okay? They went to the NFC Championship game. In a battle of wills against Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers had won. It was his team. 
He had a gargantuan contract, second biggest, I believe, last year uh, in the NFL. So he had a, the, he had a big contract. He had autonomous power. He had a new head coach, and they won a bunch of games. Right? Why wasn't he having fun last year? And this year, dude's having fun. I got a couple hypotheses, and you guys tell me which you think it is. Because if we all agree that winning is super fun, and last year they were winning, but it didn't appear like he was having fun, there has to be something different from last year to this year. Is that, is that a reasonable theory to have? All right, it's reasonable. Okay, here's one. It's the Danica theory. Okay, now, he's dated several uh, women who are, in their own field, massive, massive stars, right? What was the, the previous woman's name? Olivia Munn. She's from Oklahoma, by the way. Gorgeous woman, talented actress. Um, that, by, by what I've been told, was the beginning of what led to the, the, the break between he and his family. Obviously, his brother outed him on The Bachelorette, I think it was, as not having a relationship with his family. All right, there was Olivia Munn, then there's Danica Patrick. Both are very talented, very successful, very strong-willed, very smart, and very successful women. But with Danica, he, he, he seemed to be a little bit dour in his personality. I love the word dour because it basically means sour, only you use the word dour, and then people are like, oh, yeah, it kind of feels like sour. Got it, right? Dour personality. That's how he felt like he was. And whether it's because he was a vegan and he was just hungry for a steak, I don't know. Whether it was he didn't feel good about his body because he wasn't working as much on strength and he did suppose in the offseason, or whether it was just she was kind of Debbie Downer, us against the world, and the world doesn't get us. Not really sure. There's the Danica theory. I'll say hypotheses because I don't really know. Um, there's this other part where I, I think I think that plays a little bit of a factor. Here's another one. It's his second year, and now both sides have given in, and both sides have accepted the other in terms of Matt LaFleur and his coaching. I, I've said this. A thousand times and my friends who listen to it and the first time they hear it, they text you like, I'm using that. Like somebody said it to me once and I've used it. So pay pay it forward. I don't know who came up with this expression, but it's really simple. Change is good. Transition is hard. Transition is hard. So now they've gone through a change, not just with the head coach. Remember, they changed from Ted Thompson and Brian Gunnkunst a couple years ago. And the guy's been a lifer in the organization. Like, what's he doing? Nah, 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 I don't really get it. Matt LaFleur, young, unproven, probably made a lot of mistakes and was probably a little bit intimidated at times by his quarterback. I would be Aaron freaking Rodgers. He doesn't just say, he doesn't just, you don't just think he knows more. He knows he knows more because he's seen those live bullets in the biggest NFL games but you still got to coach him. And then there's the third part. Some people get off on telling everybody else to F you, right? This is Pat Ma- This is uh, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show talking about the criticisms he's faced the past few seasons. Every team is different. Every year is different. And 
you know, circumstances in, in any year which allow you to have more success or, or make it more difficult for success. It just kind of depends on the situation. Um, it does help being in the second year, for sure. I feel a lot more comfortable. But, you know, I, I, I sometimes laugh when people talk about, you know, down years for me because a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. Oh! That was awesome! I am so happy you said that. <laughs> hey, it's just the facts, bro. Right? Some dudes just get off on that stuff. They just do. And that's who Aaron really is. I, my, 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 my true hypothesis or theory really is it's not one of the three. It's all three. Right? I don't, it doesn't speak poorly about Danica, but whatever was going on within their relationship, I think made him kind of dour at times towards some outside people. It doesn't mean that Matt LaFleur was completely incompetent or that Aaron was uncoachable, but that transition year was hard. And then when you factor in the Jordan love factor, whether inside or outside the organization or inside the mind of Aaron Rodgers, which he's been very honest about. The idea of finding the heir apparent and having him take reps from Aaron Rodgers at some point during practice. Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't like it. He loves saying F you to everybody. Like, you know how when you're like in, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade, my son's in sixth grade and he was looking at our garage and he's like, Dad, we got a lot of S everywhere here. And I was like, what'd you say? He said, I said, we got a lot of S everywhere here. And I was like, bro, who told you you could drop an S-bomb? And he's like, but we do, right? One, he's right. Two, he's at that age, 11 years old, like 11 to 14, where you learn, you learn not just curse words, but how to use them properly in a sentence to, uh, to really put the right emphasis and the right syllable. You know how some like kids love that. So oftentimes when I speak to kids, occasionally I would throw in a little bit of a curse word, especially like high school, college kids, because it gets their attention more than the regular words. That's how Aaron Rodgers operates when people doubt him. He loves saying F you. And he is having the grandest time ever making guys look better than they actually are without his top two wide receivers, just dominating on Lambeau, laughing, giggling. Dude is having a good time. He won last year, didn't crack a smile. This year, loving life. Why? I think those are the three factors into one. You tell me your thoughts at Gottlieb Show. Hey, it's just the facts. It's just the facts, bro. We need to be honest about a young star quarterback and the fact that his team is struggling. Tell you what, who that quarterback is upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We have a preordained bias for and against some people, many times fairly so. Um, and I think it's, I, you know, we give people the benefit of the doubt a lot of times when they've earned the benefit of the doubt. So I, I have this, this is a question and it's one that I posed to several of my NFL personnel buddies yesterday via text. And they all said, you might be onto something. You should watch the tape. And here's what it is. Yesterday, the Houston Texans decided to relieve Bill O'Brien of all of his duties. And he had a lot. He had a lot. I mean, he was the general manager, the head coach, and he had just hours before named himself the play caller for the rest of the season. And now he's out of a job. And I have no doubt that some of the way in which he probably carried himself around the building and the fact that he you know, when you name yourself 
to various positions or you promote yourself, what do you think people are going to think? No, but you can't find anybody who's good enough as a general manager to work with. You can't find anybody as a head coach who you believe in to call plays so that you can be the head coach. Like, it's not surprising. He told Mike Silver from the NFL Network that he expected to get fired. Forget what he told other people. What he told Mike Silver was off the record and something he was probably thinking, hey, this thing's going bad. And look, the previous general manager did him no no favors. And he was trying to fix it and fix that line. And he took a chance and overpaid for Laramie Tunsil via trade and on a contract. But you got to have a go-to left tackle if you're going to have a star quarterback, especially one who's torn his ACL twice. His relationship with Nuke Hopkins uh, disintegrated. He chose to make a trade. It was widely panned by fans. Nuke Hopkins started out like a house fire first two weeks. Granted, people have seemed to have forgotten the fact that Nuke Hopkins hasn't done much the last two weeks. Nonetheless, those moves that he made, promoting himself, having complete and autonomous power, or I guess he thought, within the football organization, combined with a ridiculously difficult schedule before they played the Minnesota Vikings. Um, the aging J.J. Watt having a deal with getting rid of Hopkins and an 0-4 start, and he got himself fired. Like, none of this is remarkably surprising or anything that you didn't think was potentially coming, especially when there's nobody else to blame. But have you ever heard anyone who is as Teflon as Deshaun Watson? Again, remember, Teflon goes back to the Teflon Don. That's a mafia reference you can Google. Bill Clinton was seen as Teflon no matter what he did or what he said. Things just didn't stick to him. Ah, uh, uh, did not, right? Like we, no matter what they, we give people the benefit of the doubt. Who we like. Who doesn't like Deshaun Watson? He's awesome, right? He tore his ACL in college, came back, and finally took Clemson to the promised land. Now, lost in when he took Clemson to the promised land was his first couple years, he was much more of a runner. By his final year at Clemson, final season at Clemson, he was trying to show he could be a drop-back passer, and he threw a lot more interceptions. Now, some of it was a new wide receiving core, losing Mike Williams to the pros, I believe. But some of it was the fact that he was trying to improve and hone the skills he would need in the NFL. Then when he got to the college football playoff, he just went back to balling. If he didn't like what he saw, he'd run it, and he was a stud. But this way, he didn't get hurt in some meaningless game. Instead, he worked on his game, worked on his craft. Then early on his first year with the Houston Texans, he took the league by storm, much like many rookie quarterbacks who come in. RG3 did the same. We've seen a lot of guys come in like, man, this guy's amazing. Then he got hurt, but everyone said he'll be great as soon as he gets back. He's shown remarkable toughness. Remember, a couple years ago, he had a collapsed lung, and instead of missing the game, he had a he had a, some dudes drive him in a van all the way to Jacksonville, from Houston to Jacksonville, so that he could play in the game because oxygenated air not good for a formerly collapsed lung. Last year, he made some just filthy plays at the end of games. He's, I believe he's clutch. I believe he's talented. 
and he's a super likable leader of a guy. You know what I'm not sure? I'm not sure he's a star quarterback. You're like, what? Well, hold on. Remember they had 24-0 lead against the Chiefs in the playoffs? And when they collapsed, who got the blame? Bill O'Brien, right? Wait, Deshaun Watson was the quarterback of that team. They're 0-4 on the season. Brady's never started 0-4. Rodgers never started 0-4. Russell Wilson's never started at 0-4. Lamar Jackson's never started 0-4. And I will grant you, their schedule was really, really tough. First three games, like Chiefs defending champs on the road, granted no fans, Chiefs are legit. Ravens, very good football team. Okay? Steelers, really good football team. But, and then lost to the Vikings. Right? Not a really good football team. But we could also point out that the, the Chiefs, with a similarly talented, probably more talented quarterback, and similarly talented in terms of speed and versatility of wide receivers, the, the Ravens didn't look nearly the same against the Texans as they did against the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes sliced them and diced them. Deshaun Watson's 20th in completion percentage. He holds the football a little bit too long. He's 25th in QBR. He's taken 16 sacks, the most in the league. People blame the offensive line, okay? but they've rebuilt this offensive line to help him, and some of those bad habits from holding the football still hold true, even with the rebuilt offensive line. Remember, they drafted Titus Howard. They signed Laramie Tunsil long-term. Next-gen stats have Watson as ninth in terms of time to throw. Most time to throw. My, my point is this. I think he's good. He, I wouldn't replace him. I don't think he stinks. His contract says he should be otherworldly great. He has not been close to otherworldly great. He's been much closer to average. Not even above average. Average. Do you know what average, do you know what word means average? Mediocre. And while we can pick apart Bill O'Brien as a general manager... We can pick up Bill O'Brien as a head coach and how he deals with people. You know what Bill O'Brien is most known for? His play calling and offensive feel with a quarterback. Right? People talked about benching Carson Wentz. He's got nobody to throw to, nobody healthy. I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you bench Deshaun Watson, but when Carson Wentz's team struggles out of the gate, we talk about what's wrong with Carson Wentz. When Lamar Jackson stinks against the Kansas City Chiefs, not a great defense, but had a good defensive game plan. We talk about, well, Lamar Jackson has a ceiling. Heck, Dak Prescott just threw for over 500 yards. But idiots like me are like, yeah, but he also fumbled and much more of a slow starter. They're getting behind for a reason because their offense takes, you know, takes until you get to the fourth quarter and you're in zone to and easy throws to get going. We're critical of Aaron Rodgers leads his team to 13-3 and in the NFC Championship game, and people are saying that he's beginning a slow decline. Nobody said boo about Deshaun Watson. Not a damn word until me. And my point is this. You got your coach fired. If he was better and he was balling and he was lighting the league up, they wouldn't be 0-4. More importantly, Bill O'Brien wouldn't have gotten fired. Is some of it on Bill O'Brien? Maybe most of it on Bill O'Brien? Yeah, I'm okay with that. 
But since when is Deshaun Watson so Teflon we can't say he hasn't been nearly as good as our image of him says he should be. And until that improves, Houston's going to be exactly where they are in the standings. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Brock Hewer joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, talented college and NFL analyst, former pro and college quarterback during his playing days, part of a great uh, football family. He joins us on Fox Sports Radio. All right, help me out. Like, last year they were winning... 
but he just kind of had this dour sort of look to him, right? Now he's having fun. He's got that blank eating grin on his face. Like, man, this is just awesome. And I'm I'm wondering if I'm wondering why you think that is. No Danica? I I I I'm telling you, I said this is what I said. That's crazy you said that. I said there's three things, three possibilities. <laughs> One, no Danica. People know her like a little bit of a Debbie Downer, right? And they had they were kind of they were kind of a weird little couple, right? You didn't see them out and about. They're all about each other, which is sweet, but I don't know, felt weird. Then there's the hey, it's a second year, Ch- transitions hard, change is good. Now they're through on a change, and there's a lot more understanding between all parties, not not just yeah. coach, but also Brian Gunkunst, who had elevated to a job after te- you know they they kicked Ted Thompson upstairs a little bit. And then there's the some guys just like saying "f you" to everybody, and I feel like Aaron is one of those guys. Uh, is it fair that all three of those are factors? I, I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll land a little bit just on the football side of this, uh, Doug. And, and I would say, number one, he has a tremendous O-line. Like, when you're not getting hit, football's fun. Yeah. It's like seven on seven. Yeah, like yeah. This, this is this is pretty cool. Like, how, how many shots in four games? We had him twice. He, he did not take a shot in those two games that we called. Last night, he ran himself into kind of the only awkward, really awkward hit of the game. I mean, he's not getting hit. And football is football is that position when you're in rhythm and you're just striping it down the fairway and, and I'm not taking any punishment. My body feels great. Like this is a blast. And his O line, his left left guard, Elton Jenkins, is going to be a, an all pro. His left tackle is an all pro. Center's an absolute stud. The right side is is, you know, still a little bit of work under progress, but but better than than it has been. So that's I think number one. Number two. I also think this lab that he gets to play in that's silent yeah. is also perfect for him. He doesn't need the emotion and the fans. And if anything, that makes his body language saltier and has over the years. Like, I'm just getting to be the scientist in the lab without anybody around, getting to put on a show and create just the next formula of for you all to enjoy. So I don't think he'd love to feed off the fans. I don't think he'd love to relate to the fans. I don't think he loved the emotion in those buildings. You separate all of that. You put him in his happy place, and he's been phenomenal. He's been he's been amazing. Um, Mahomes was great against the Ravens. Not great last night. And look, I I, I get you give Belichick any time to prepare, and he's going to figure something out. But it was a weird preparation thing, right? Where they were getting ready to go, then you had the COVID, you get the postponed game. Was it something the Patriots did, or is there something missing? In that in that uh, Chiefs offense, I know well, they won, they, but a lot yeah. of it was the ineptitude of the offense of the Patriots. Yeah, they stopped the run. I mean, nobody else has done that this season with the Chiefs. There were just no creases. There were no easy yards in the run game. So, you know, their three guys up front on that D line just muddied it in a way that nobody else has. And, and I'll be curious, Doug. It was 2018, and you remember the high flying Rams and scoring right 50 point shootout yep. in that in that beautiful game with the Chiefs, and you know, seemingly scoring at will against anybody and everybody. And then Vic Fangio came to town. I think it was even a primetime game. And I think they held him to eight points. And it was like, what in the world did the Bears do? And in fact, you know, McVay went and hired one of Fangio's assistants, uh, Brandon Staley. I wonder if that also played a role in, geez, that guy, you know, really put, <laughs> took some of the steam and wind out of our sails if we were just breezing. And I am curious what they did last night. And, and, you know, you saw a little bit with Tony Romo breaking it down and discussing some of it, some of that three man front, you know, right? Dropping eight, but not just dropping eight into nowhere, really getting sticky in, in some of those zones and, and some of the route concepts and things the Chiefs 
groups like to do. I can promise you this. There are many D coordinators last night, the second that game ended, went, and they won't say it publicly, right? But they went and they studied that tape and continued to study that tape and say, man, there's some elements here that we got to have to, we're going to have to incorporate. And most importantly, try to muddy that water and slow the run game down. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. The I, I also saw some of the clips that were sent to me. Matt Bowen, I saw, was, was tweeting about it. Um, and I saw uh, when they were dropped, when they had four down linemen, they were dropping one. Those guys were hitting tight ends and hitting yes. crossing routes. Yes. So it wasn't just, they weren't just standing there. No. They were, they were hitting because within five yards line of scrimmage, before that ball's in the air, you can hit people. Do you know, do you know what I abhor, Doug? And you probably do the same way because you and I at times are wired uh, the same way when we look at tape and everything. And in basketball, I know you hate teams that just play a defense. Well, let's just play a two, three. Let's just play a one three one. No, I got, just... I, I got I got a better one for you. I got okay. a better one for you. you. Okay. Do you remember the the Christian Leitner play, Kentucky yes. versus Duke? Yep. Okay. So what everybody always says is, well, you got to put a guy in the ball, right? You got to put a guy in the ball because the the pass is too easy. Now, okay, you can put a guy in the ball, but now it's four on four. Uh, if you don't put a guy in the ball, there's five on four. If you watch that play, John Pelfrey doesn't do anything. Should have been standing right in front of. Of Christian Leitner. Yep. And then once he got the ball, you can go crowd him and yell and jump and scream or do something like, what's the point of being five on four if you don't take advantage of being five on four? That That is kind of what you're getting at. It's like yes. that you can play certain defenses. Correct. But you, you have to take advantage and... And take advantage of what that defense provides you. Watch, just last night, just just watch the Falcons. The Falcons, uh, gosh, I'll, I'll try to send you the clip if I can if I can find it quickly uh, at some point today. They drop a D lineman. The, the two teams do the exact same defense, okay? They have four down, uh, and they ultimately drop a D lineman out, and there's eight, you know, there, there's eight to defend five eligible receivers. They, they run the same scheme. The Atlanta D lineman drops, and it looks like a two-man luge with the middle linebacker. It, it was it was disgusting. I'm like, what what is that? They it, it, at times you could pause it and it looked like oh there's some there's a human with four arms out there. Yeah. No, it was two different guys. They were in the exact same spot covering nothing and nobody and just got completely gashed once again. When New England plays that defense, they go to spots that they know routes are going to be run. They go and collision crossers. They go and have an impact on the on on the play. They go and think about okay when they got into this formation and if we're going to drop this, you're going to go to this strength because the tendency has been they're going to throw it to that area right. versus so many teams collegiately especially but even last night professionally that just play a defense we're going to just play this defense without really any details any nuance any stickiness to what you're doing oh man we can we can have this discussion about offense their basketball teams they run offense just to run offense right everybody in college basketball runs some sort of ball screen continuity some teams actually execute it and understand that the finer nuances some people just put it in and go like well we run it so we can say we run it and yep. we let play. It's it's about players, not about plays. Like no, there, there's a reason that you do what you do. It's a great point, Brock. You are joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Is it Mike Nolan? Is it their personnel? Is it effort? What the hell is the matter with the Cowboys yeah. defense? To, to play as badly as they're playing at the NFL level with the with as few as snaps, right? I mean, you see this collegiately. You see those gaudy yards given up and everything collegiately because you have. I don't know, 14 possessions and, and 70, 80, 90 plays. Professionally, you should never see this. Professionally, within 60 plays and 10 possessions, it should never get this horrendous. So when it is, it is all of the, all of the above. 
It is just, uh, you know, c- kind of coordinated into what we're speaking about. You know, h- how much of the why do you know? Why are we doing this? Why, what, what, what is the nitty gritty? What are the details here that we have to understand? It is the tackling. It is the violence. It was Troy Aikman against the Seahawks. And I love how Troy gets a little fired up about his Cowboys when he's calling a game. And it's the only thing you can't do here, right? In this coverage, the only thing that you need to do here is be deeper than the deepest. And you still can't do it. And when you're seeing things like that, and I know there's no spring, and I know there's very little OTAs, and I know there's limited time and all of that. I get it. And that is a built-in explanation. There's no question about it. But when you see just the simplest of details not being followed, it's problematic in all of those ways you brought up. Well, Brock, you are our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm willing to believe that Bill O'Brien, whether it's you know Bill O'Brien, the GM, gets the coach fired. I, I, I get all that. Like, and when you start naming yourself play caller, you're already GM. You're the coach. People are like, you know, you're 0 and 4. I don't yeah. care how tough a schedule you are. Change has to be made. But no one outside of me seems to be saying, hey, you know, Deshaun Watson exactly playing great. Correct. And 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 again, like that is actually Bill O'Brien's strength is is dealings with the quarterback, offensive game planning. What you know, like I know they don't have DeAndre Hopkins, but they got enough players to play better offensively. Carson Wentz has got like dudes off the street that were a mechanic last week, you know, playing on the road in San Francisco. Yeah. Um does Deshaun Watson deserve at least part of the blame for the 0-4 start and his coach getting fired? Yeah, I, th- I think to a degree, and, and, I, and I bet he wears some of that. I, I bet he hates the fact. You know, I know I did. You know, my last year at Washington, we struggled. I hated the fact that Jim Lambright, and who'd been a lifer at the University of Washington, was let go. You know, after that season, I, I still, I still hate that. That you know, that I was the quarterback for that team that that didn't win enough and wasn't going the right direction. So I, I bet you that there's part of Deshaun that feels that way, just the way that he's wired and everything else. But I think bottom line, that ownership group looked at it and said, okay, we just inked Deshaun after this season to a four-year, hundred and sixty million dollar deal. Who is going to be the best that we can get to develop him further? If Bill O'Brien took him here and he's at this point right here, who is going to be the next? What's going to be the next system? What's the next innovation? Does Bill and his staff have that? And, and, and does he have that capability? And I think it was a definitive no. And I think they probably talked to some of the veteran receivers that have been added to that roster as well, right? The Randall Cobbs and the Brandon Cooks that have been other places and, and probably took some intel and some insight from, you know, a bunch of those different players. And I think it was just a resounding, man, if we're going to take the next step, it has to be a new voice. There has to be new innovation. There has to be more in, in the tank uh, for Deshaun moving forward. And ultimately, that's why I think a big piece of why you make that move. Okay. So if you are going, if you're, you know, like everybody. Urban Meyer. Huh? Urban Meyer. Really? Uh, how about that name? Why? Uh, because every quarterback that he's ever coached has been the best they've ever been. Uh, Alex Smith at Utah and Tim Tebow at Florida and and whoever he had uh, at Ohio State over the years, right? Guys, JT Barrett didn't make it in the league and right the other gunslinger didn't make it in the league and and yet he wins national titles with them um, and develops them and yeah, I think does that work? But does his style work in in the pros? I think he would be a fascinating study in it, and I think he has enough pelts on the wall in national championships. I think he's dealt with enough different players through the years. I don't think he wants to sit and recruit every 
day of his life. But if there's anything left and there's nothing at the collegiate level for Urban to prove, if there's anything that's left, it's, hey, can I go to this NFL level where, you know what, the, the Joe Brady's of the world and Sean McVay's of the world and these, you know, the Kyle Shanahan's of the world, you know, are doing some of the run and play action stuff and number count stuff that, that I love to do collegiately. Can I take my game? And I think he'd put one heck of a staff together around him. Right. And I think that's a part of it. So you ask personality and everything, does that all fit? And he's a grinder and he has an edge to him. Yeah, he does. But he could also surround himself, I think, with a tremendous staff that would be deeply intrigued by that. He would be my first call. Uh, Dan Mullen uh, would be my second call, a protege of Urban Meyer, sure. a little bit younger than Urban. But the same thing when it comes to innovation, when the same thing when it comes to developing the quarterback, uh, those would be a couple guys that I think would look at Deshaun Watson as the human, as the talent, as the quarterback, as the winner, and say, hmm, you know, this might be a consideration. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, were you a Van Halen guy growing up? I saw that news of Eddie Van Halen. Yes, I was, man. Lots of lots of Van Halen, lots of ACDC in the old Paul B. Hannawalt Pavilion at Puyallup High School, rocking out to that and, and lifting a lot of weights and RIP to Eddie Van Halen for sure. Wait, wait. See, the, the ACDC, every song sounds the same. That's the problem with ACDC. Doug, you watch your mouth. No, I'm you just, don't say something like that I'm at the saying, end of the interview. I'm, wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm, just, I'm just saying they, they, they all sound the same and we're all rocking hard, right? Whereas like, look, you had two different leads. Okay, so David Lee Roth or or Hagar. How dare you? Seriously. Well, I'm asking Hell's you. Hell's Bells and Thunderstruck and Back in Black and Shook Me I'm All Night Long. Back in Black! No, right? no, 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 no. You're wrong on that one. Okay. You're wrong. We'll I thought we had a great, we'll, 15, on, on a we've had a great on a, 15 minutes. On a different, and then you on a different day, like we can play all the ACDC songs, and people sit there going like, you know what? You're right. I had this argument with Dari Noka yeah. a long time ago. We were hosting Mike and Mike, and I was like, I like ACDC as well. But every song sounds the same, right? Let's just say, long before parkour, there was David Lee Roth, okay? And he did it in very <laughs> tight pants. He did. Okay, yes. so you're more, you're more David Lee Roth yeah. than than, yeah. uh, than Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Okay. Um, give me the three favorite I mean, jump is probably you, the you, ubiquitous with them, yeah. right? Um, but there was others. He, he remade uh, uh, Louis Prima's Just a Gigolo. He yes, also he had, yeah. which was great. He had Hot for Teacher, which was awesome. I will um, say. A little, little close, too close to home, some of the stories I see on 2020, but okay. <laughs> True. What is, what is the number one, though? Either Sammy or David Lee Roth. What is the number one? Band? If you put on one van halen song today to celebrate the passing and and remember just an absolute stallion of a guitarist Eddie van halen what's the number one song you're putting on the car on you, the tell drive me, home? You, you tell me i have i have my own thought but you tell me what, what do you well, think i think today i'm going dreams hmm. yeah okay. that yep yeah. uh, ramos you, ramos what are you going on the way home uh, i was just writing it right now jump jump for me yeah. i was 14 years old and uh it really Took me into the Van Halen world right then and there. So, yeah, pretty simple song too. Like, right? It's Very kinda, simple. It's kind of oh, how think? like rock music is supposed to be. Mosby'll jump, jump. It makes no <laughs> sense at all. But he'll jump, jump. I will jump, say it turned jump. off a lot of their hardcore fans though, because yeah, it's a, yeah. T- it's a, it's a, you know, it's a complete sellout so- song. No question. I, you know what? I honestly like. I actually listened to it. I have a daughter who. Uh, is a bass guitarist, but she plays a bunch of music and she plays in a little school rock band. Nice. And we were doing, this is like uh, Sunday night, we we're in the pool, it's just me and her. 
and we were playing all our. I was playing all my favorite songs. I was trying to find the best bass lines, whatever. Actually, Ramos, what was the one you you sent me that I? It I was keep... Golden Earring, Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone. That's a cool one. Mm. I played for the Dire Straits, uh, "Money for Nothing," that uh, opening guitar solo, which is so great. Uh, but then I played Van Halen, and the Van Halen song I played is a Hagar one. Why can't this be love? Just because because I, I so, love the I love the the, the build up. You know, and then and then I I think it's an awesome song. But you're gonna go with dreams. Was it right here, right now as well? Is yeah, that Van Halen? right. Yeah, yes, that, yes. That's a good one too. Yes. I probably I'm gonna probably go that one. I'm gonna probably yeah. Dreams is good. I'm probably go here right here. I right. believe I mean, right right now is was what the Detroit Pistons were introduced to. I used to love that song as well. Uh, that we could do this forever. Unfortunately, we are out of time. You are awesome. Although ACDC does, they rock. Sounds the same. Let's talk soon. All right. See you, Doug. That's the one and only, one and only, uh, Brock Heward, who is who's amazing. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.